With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey everybody, welcome to the Kristen Agopian Show. Shout outs from everybody here in Studio B as we connect with our 200 plus stations coast to coast. Greetings to you all. This week's show is brought to you by our caring sponsors at Elite Rehab because everyone knows a family that's fighting the effects of today's substance abuse epidemic. And if someone you care about needs help, helps out there, pick up the phone and call the professionals at 800 932 4082. That's 800-932-4082. Help the ones you care about put that chapter behind them. 800-932-4082. Could not wait to talk about this next subject. This was sent to me. I love this. This is a couple in the Midwest. I believe it's Michigan. Where'd I get this from? Sean Carter. I love this. Sending me this story. Quentin and Michelle Ross. They're a young couple. They had about, what do they have, $120,000 in student debt. Now, a lot of us have debt in all kinds of forms. Student debt, credit card debt, real estate debt, investment debt, who knows, whatever kind of debt. Debt is debt. It's chaining you to someone else. You're going to work in the morning to pay off them, not to pay off your life, but to pay off debts to them. So there you go. And their student loans... This wonderful couple, Quentin and Marcel Ross, their student loans came up to 120 grand, which is about three and a half times, I believe, the national average for college grads in their 30s, and five times that of grads in their 20s. But they wanted to pay it off. This couple's originally from Detroit, decided to stay local for school. Quentin, who is now 33, so handsome, double majored in telecommunications and criminal justice at Michigan State. God bless. I went to Penn State, barely squeaked through with one degree. So you got to love that. Marshall, 28 years old, took up secondary education at the University of Detroit. All right. So these are some solid majors. Now, when these guys graduated in 2008, 2016 for Marshall, 2008 for Quentin, his loans were 40 grand. All right. That was 10 years ago. Marshall graduated in 2016. Her loans were about 80 grand. So together they owed roughly about 120. And while they both received scholarships in high school that went towards their college, it didn't make much of a dent in the debt. So they're talking and they said they never really heard about people paying off their student loans so much. And that same thing goes with all debt. Name one person you know out there, guys, that has no debt. It's become this understood, accepted, I say biting my cheek, accepted thing to have huge amounts of debt. You guys see all of these banks being built on every corner in America, and we wonder, how can they afford to build all these things? How does this work? How does it work? Because everybody out there is working so hard, and they've got tons of debt, and they're only paying the interest on them. These banks are flooded with interest money every day. Perfectly legal, perfectly square. We all signed up for these kind of debts, but that's how they're making their money. Nobody's paying off their principal. Certainly nobody's thinking about paying off their debt in record time. And these two decided 
to completely flip that switch, to flip that business model. They'd never really heard about people paying off their student loans too much. You know, uh, Quentin's talking about how his mom had loans for like 20 years after she graduated. And that's a lot of us out there. When I graduated from college in the early 90s, I had maybe 10 grand in debt. I still had that when I got married five years later. And I was so panicky at the thought of bringing any student debt into my marriage that we just knocked it out first thing. I only had like two grand left on my student loans. And I was a panic attack. Now, these days, people have 100 grand and it's considered normal. It's not. It is a shackle around your ankle. It's keeping you from buying a home that you want. It's keeping you from investing the way you want to. It's keeping you from buying a car with cash and then saving yourself huge money that way. It's keeping you from all of the things that you could be doing with that money right now to leapfrog above everybody else when it comes to investments in the future. Paying off your debt should be job number one. When you come home from a hard day's work, do you want to say you worked for yourself to pay off your house a bit more, to you know pay for your cars with cash, to buy the things you love with cash? Or do you want to say, I just worked a 12-hour day and it's all going to credit card interest? How demoralizing is that? Let's flip that business model on its head. So this wonderful, beautiful, amazing couple gets married in 2015 just a few years ago, decide to try to beat the odds. And they said, I love this quote, it all boiled down to freedom. He didn't want to work his entire life and always have to pay bills to other people for interest on things bought decades ago. And all of so many people I know, the hardworking people that write me, that email me, that text me, get a hold of me on Facebook, it's all the same stuff. You deserve freedom from your debt. And that was their driving force. It wasn't just the debt. It was a bigger factor for them. And Marcel's saying this talked about a lot of very serious things in their relationship. They were on the same page. They're thinking about starting a family in the not-too-distant future, they say, which is wonderful stuff. And they had the bold, brilliant, lightning bolt insight that they didn't want to have this hundred and twenty grand in debt holding over their heads when they decided to start a family. That is brilliant. Now, did they pay this all off at once, you know, from the beginning? No. They had always paid the minimum balance because they were conscious of maintaining good credit. There's a good message there, but however, look underneath the message. When the banks say, make sure you pay your minimums each month, your credit score is going to be so much better because of it, great, but finish the sentence. When you only pay the minimum on any loan, whether it's a credit card or a student loan or a car loan or your home, you are paying so much more money to these entities over the life of that loan. If you bought a $200,000 house, you are paying back easily $600,000 over the life of the loan. Same thing goes for cars. Same thing goes for student loans. Same thing goes for credit cards. Just to the umpteenth power, the interest rates on credit cards, you spend $100 on an average credit card, and it's going to depend on your interest rate. But you could easily be paying back $500 when all is said and done. It's insane. So... I love this. So they put together a plan. They decided to lean on some reliable mentors they met during school. They read all the financial expert stuff. I was delighted. Changed their mentality on how paying the debt was possible. And they implement this genius method called the snowball method. You pay your smallest loan first in its entirety. Cut up that credit card, you know, shred that paperwork that says you still owe money. Then you move on and you put that same amount of money 
plus sum onto the next largest, okay? Now, this is something I love this. I'm also in voiceover work a little bit, and a very prominent voiceover artist named Red Horrocks, a hysterical lady, did the exact same thing, it's mentioned here, paid off 40 grand in debt in five years on a very low salary. Same thing. So with the first check of the month for Quentin, he would make sure they had money for the mortgage. Boom, that's done. The utilities, everything else, gas for the car. And then with the second check of the month, you put toward whatever loan you're focusing on at that time. Does that sound like something you can do? I say that rolling my eyes because everybody can do it. You've got money in the bank or you want to have more money in the bank. You've got money coming in. You're exhausted. You're grateful for the work. You love all the extra hours because that means you've got extra money coming in. How are you putting that money to its highest and best use to free you from debt down the road? Are you getting sucked into that mentality, into that thinking that, you know what, I work hard. I'm going out to dinner tonight with my friends. We're going to get a couple of cocktails, do everything else, and you're spending 200 bucks on dinner. No. Or would you rather have that 200 bucks go towards debt so that you're not in debt next year, the year after, everything else? And when you are, oh, this is a beautiful day, when you are out of debt, that unthinkable, unimaginable day in your future when you are out of debt, you've got no credit card debt, no car debt, no student debt, no mortgage, and money in the bank. That's when you're going to be going out and having a lot of fun with friends. I cannot begin to tell you the different mindset and the way your body will feel when you get up in the morning and you have no debt. You're getting up to work in the morning to put the money in the bank for your future. Not the banker's future, not the car loan guy's future, not even the restaurant owner's future. You're going to be doing that later on. Of course, you're still going to be enjoying yourself once in a while, but you'll, you'll be doing it with a bigger goal in mind. You'll be doing it with the goal of being able to do whatever you want in a fully paid off house, driving around a fully paid off car, looking at balances for a beautifully funded retirement coming up, your kid's college are paid for, or however you want to handle that with your kids. It is a feeling unlike anything. And I, I use this analogy a lot. Nutritionists out there like to say, if they could get everybody out there with a little extra weight to walk around one day in a body in perfect shape, it would be so motivating that they would immediately switch up their mindset and do everything they needed to to make it a reality. I say the same thing with personal finance. If everybody out there, exhausted, I hear from you, the circle's under your eyes, you're getting no sleep, you feel like you got no time with your family, you're working like crazy. What would happen if all of that work was translated into a lifestyle where sooner than you think, all of your debt is paid off. That's what I'm talking about. That's some brilliant frugal living. This couple did it. You can do it as well. Pick the debt. Make it happen. You are the captain of your destiny. Guys, the time is flying. I'm getting the huge wrap-up signal here. More after this. Hey guys, and we are back with the Kristen Agopian Show talking about very inexpensive, 
highly effective ways to grow your business, to start your business idea, and to take it to new heights. Before the break, we were talking about getting free PR with Harrow, and I'm hearing right and left from people who did not believe that, oh, well, you know, I'll try it, Chris says, to give it a shot. And it worked. They're getting stuff for their business. They're getting PR. It makes you even more searchable where suddenly you're being quoted in the, you know, in a national newspaper. Suddenly you're getting airtime on a local news station or a local radio station. It gives your brand name, your new fledgling or growing brand name, tremendous credibility when you have one of them, you know, focusing on you and taking, you know, taking three, four, five, ten minutes to go over all that you know. It gives you tremendous credibility and it helps build your brand name even more effortlessly after that. Next up, oh, this is a good one. Build a free or cheap email list. Now, here's a couple of different ways. What you want to do with an email list is get the word out about your business, about how you're better than the competition, about how you are going to be, you know, worth taking a look at. Try my product, try my service, try my ideas. You want to get your word out in front of people that are interested in what you have to offer. And that involves building an email list. Now, there are a lot of email lists out there that with the best of intentions, hey, I've got an email list of 100,000 people, 10,000 people, whatever. Great. A lot of times you want to make sure that this is worth taking a look at, that it even addresses the people that you're trying to get in front of. And believe it or not, I cringe to say it, one of the best ways to do it is to build the list yourself. You can hear from people saying, oh, don't do that work. I've got a list of 50,000 names I can give you. That's going to help you out tremendously. It's a list of 50,000 names. Is it a list of people that are going to help you grow your brand, are going to buy your product, buy your service, you know, test out your ideas? I have tried one or two of these email companies. Of course, this was like, uh, this is like 10 years ago got minimal results for it. Perhaps I picked the wrong companies. But I did find that when I built my own email lists and used them, when I researched the names and the companies and the entities that I knew would have an impact on my brand, I went through the extra legwork. I didn't buy a list from anyone else. I built it myself. Those email lists were gold, okay? Every business owner should have an email list like this. But when you're starting out, you likely don't want to commit to the monthly fee that many email management services charge. Here's the good news. And like I just said, fortunately, you can build your own. And a lot of these email companies now offer a free option for businesses with smaller lists. One that kept jumping up, for instance, MailChimp. It offers its services for free for businesses with fewer than 2,000 subscribers. I, you know, when I first started, I certainly had that. I certainly fell into that category. MailChimp wasn't around at the time. So you might want to take a look at that. And when you're ready to take things to the next level, another highly recommended one, AWeber, phone's going off, AWeber starts at just $19 a month, okay, which a lot of people will find is agreeable. But always remember, when you're signing up for these things, you are the client, you are the customer. And if you aren't pleased with the results of you investing your money into one of these, let them know and let them know you'll be unsubscribing. Now, you may hit it out of the park with some of these mail lists and you find that they totally take you to the next level. It's a slam dunk. It's a no-brainer investment. You're going to keep doing it forever and ever. Great. That's how these companies came about. Just Honestly, I have found the best results that I've had have come from building my own lists. One of the biggest ones when I list, oh God, it's forever. I look like a psychopath. I went through the entire Wikipedia to all the talk stations in America. And I took down the program director name and the email address of all of these and created my own email lists. It took me forever. My guy had two little people running around. You know, my kids were running around. I do it late at night. I do it early in the morning before anybody got up. 
built this list, and this list has been instrumental in helping to build our business. The guys at BizTalk have been amazing in growing the station list. And when I send out individual notes to all of these various station managers, the hundreds of station managers across the U.S., it has a wonderful one-two punch. That's the kind of thing where you put your hands to it and you customize it yourself. You really take care of it yourself. You will find tremendous results. You know, you definitely want an email. You definitely want an email list and some email campaigns. Okay, next up, another good one. Oh, Michael Armstrong sending it again to me from KFJX listening in from uh, Dallas, Texas. This is fantastic. Here's another one you want to do. And don't say you can't. Contribute an article to an industry magazine. What is the industry that you're starting your business in? What is the industry that you are building your business in? Guess what? I don't care how obscure you think this business is, chances are outstanding. There's an industry magazine or an industry website that everybody flocks to for information on this. Contribute an article to an industry magazine. You want to know how this worked for me? You know I'm all about saving money. And when I started really getting you know, pretty dedicated and focused to building this business of mine, I went to local newspapers and I said, I will write you a column for free. I'll write it, you know, as often as you want. I'll do it once a month. I'll do it, you know, once every couple of weeks, whatever you want. And they were fascinated. Free? You're going to write it for free? Yeah, I'm going to write it for free. I've got no writing background. I love writing emails to people. I love writing stories for my kids. I have a lot of experience writing. Experience does not translate into talent. But when I put pen to paper, I started focusing on the ideas I wanted to save money on and then the ideas I wanted to share with others. It turned into some, it turned into some pretty fun little columns. And I sent them samples of what I could write, again, all taken from my blog. This is another way your blog is going to help you tremendously. And I said, write a, you know, let me write a column for you. Make their job easier. Go to these editors who are strapped for cash, who are strapped for legitimate, reliable talent, air quotes, talent. <laughs> Looking in the mirror, I got to chuckle when I call myself talent. And offer them something that makes their life easier. When you go to these editors, you send them an email with all kinds of samples from your blog, and you say, I will write you a column for free. I will be reliable. I'll get everything in on deadlines. I'll have reliable facts and figures and ideas. I'm not going to offend anybody. They will clamor to you. You want to do something on plumbing? You want to do something on childcare? You want to do something on parenting? You want to do something on law enforcement? You want to do something on home security? You want to do something on home improvement? You want to do something on teaching? You could go on and on and on and on. And no doubt your business idea falls somewhere in there. Take your ideas, blog about them, then give those blogs to a local editor and say, I will produce this for your paper reliably. And now what do you have? You guys, you now have a free in my case, I have an inexpensive, <laughs> completely free, 500-word advertisement for free in papers across the country. And at the bottom of that wonderful paper, the wonderful papers that have picked up my column, you put down the byline, Kristen Nagopian is a syndicated radio talk show host that works out of Philadelphia, PA. Here's her website. And now suddenly the website is exploding. Your words out there, your great ideas are out there. It's all for free. A lot of people are paying for advertising in local newspapers, and that works perfectly for them. They maybe don't have the time to do a column or the interest in doing a column. They can pay for advertising. If you don't have the kind of budget to pay for a huge, large space in a column, but you do have time to do a column, get that column to them. You now have 500 words of free advertising every other week 
in this case, I'm very blessed with the numbers of papers that have picked up the column to millions of people across the country. That's what I'm talking about. That's getting the word out for next to nothing. It's all good. Okay, so contributing an article to an industry magazine. What, how much time do we have before the break? About 20 seconds? All right, we'll talk more about this after the break, guys. But it's time to start talking about actual face-to-face networking. There's only so much you can do online. You can do a heck of a lot online, but there's only so much you can do. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Do online. Sooner or later, you got to get face to face with the people who you need to take your business to the next level. After the break, we'll tell you exactly how to do it with that fabulous word, networking. All after this. And we are back with the Kristen Agopian Show. And I was looking so forward to touching base on this subject matter. Where did I get this from? Rob Bailey Mulatto and this article. And this actually has some great messages, but it made me grin to look at it. Woman quits job to live like a 1950s housewife. And everybody's going to start rolling their eyes. Oh, my gosh, how backwards, how ridiculous. No, 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 no. Take a deep breath. There's some deeper messages here, for better or for worse, and I really wanted to touch base on this to the point where I wanted to make this the focus of a particular segment. It's about this great family, Katrina Holty. Uh, Holt, I could be mispronouncing the name. She lives with her husband. They had three years of wonderful, happy marriage. They're thinking about starting a family, I would assume. And they were getting really stressed out by these two very high-stress jobs. And they put pen to paper, determined that they could, with a little bit of cutting back, starting in 2018 to kind of turn back time and live like a 1950s housewife. Now, this was clearly done to grab a couple of headlines, you know, phrasing it like that. But there's a deeper message here. When you're living like the way households did back in the 50s, the 60s, the 70s, I might say as well, it was when you had a huge monster appreciation for what your partner did when you got up in the morning. Now, traditionally, you had the guy going off to work. You had the woman staying home, taking care of kids. And one of the things I love to bring up immediately at all times is the fact that I had to make sure we put this in here. How much is a stay-at-home parent, traditionally a mom, but let's keep an open mind here, the latest survey, stay-at-home parents should earn on average, this is depending on a couple of kids, a whole bunch of kids, one kid, $162,000 in salary. Now, I love this because that's it's a government program. They, they research the heck out of this. They've got so many people on this. When they come up with these numbers, these are pretty accurate. So when you say that one person, be it the guy or the woman, is going to be staying home, there's something to be said for all of the incredible amounts of work it takes to have a well-running household. Now, by well-running household, you're talking about people who can go into a household and slash the cost of food while still skyrocketing the nutrition level compared to eating out versus eating in. 
I'm talking about people who can tutor the kids or who are raising the kids. Put a price tag on that. When you've got a new kid in the house, you've got a lot of people out there thinking, okay, do I want to work outside the house? Do I want to have a gig in the house? So I'd like to hybrid this conversation just a bit and start looking at the money saved when you've got one person either staying at home and making their stay-at-home parent job, that one worth 160k, make it, but they're getting paid nothing. You know, try that for you know, try that on for size. But I also want to broaden this conversation to something that worked flawlessly in our house, and that is the work from home parent, okay? There's pros and cons to this, but the pros in our house have hugely outweighed it. I am in studio recording this show one day a week, one morning a week. Dad comes in, we do the dad and daughter talk real estate. The rest of the time I'm at home and I really love it. I got to be honest with you. I was in the corporate arena for over a decade before Victor and I started a family. I loved that too, but there were costs involved. And especially when we brought home kids from the hospital, I, I switched into a rather <laughs> loud gear in which it didn't quite jive for me to leave the kids with someone else to raise. A lot of people do that beautifully, flawlessly, happy ending for all, happy kids, happy parents, happy house. I was not one of those people. And I got a little bit, you know, mama bear when it came to the idea of working outside the home from there. So Victor and I, with his huge input, the man's a saint, he gets to put the pedal to the metal with regards to putting it full throttle in his workforce, in his work, in his career. He never has to worry about being home with a sick child. I'll be home with any kids that are sick. He doesn't have to worry about traveling. I will be home. It doesn't matter if he has to travel, come back. It was a huge benefit to him as well as to me mentally, physically, because I would have been a wreck if I wasn't around them, and financially, which is everybody's biggest biggest fear. If I leave the workforce, if I leave corporate America, if I leave working somewhere else, I have to put my kids in some sort of a daycare and work somewhere else in order to pay for it and pay for my life and stay current. Really not the case. And a lot of recent studies are starting to bear that out. So if you've got a dad who's stressing out at the thought of putting the kid in some sort of a beautiful, well-put-together daycare, you know, respect it. If you've got a mom who's really kind of freaking out at the idea of letting someone else taking care of her kid, respect it. Listen to your inner voice. We have never lived in a better day and time to embrace a stay-at-home working gig, not only for the 160 grand worth of work you're getting out of a stay-at-home parent, but also for the opportunities that that stay-at-home parent, be it dad or mom, can then embrace and make some really substantial cash working from home. Now, there are some downsides. I will not lie to you about this. The downside is when I am working from home and sometimes I'll be up at four working on some voiceover work or getting some stuff done or even just folding laundry with a nice cup of coffee, getting caught up on the news, sleep is a secondary issue. You're taking care of your $160,000 worth of jobs that you have in the home, as well as trying to bring in some side hustles. But all kidding aside, I'm here to tell you that the ripple effects and the positive effects of having a work from home or stay at home parent far, far eclipse any sort of downside. There was a cut in cash. I'm the first to say it. $1,000 
However, when you start embracing some side hustles, take a look at Fiverr, take a look at some online opportunities and the, you know, then want ads, everything else. This current economy is looking for competent, capable people just like you, and they're willing to work with you on some sort of a work from home gig if you want to. Don't be shy about staying at home to raise kids, maybe to help with grandkids, maybe if it's the dad, the mom, whoever, because all of these various And I love this. I go back to this article where this wonderful young lady decided to cut out this job. And I think she was, I'm guessing, paid, you know, mid five figures. And instead, now she has a home that's calm and impeccable. And she does a lot of sewing on the side, much more sophisticated sewing than I'll ever do. I did some home decor stuff, but nothing like compared to the clothes that she does. But a message here, using your talents to save some huge money at home Using your talents to create a calm home in which your spouse, be it your wife or your husband, can then go out and work like dogs because they don't have to worry about anything in the house. That's already taken care of. You don't have a home. I'm kind of going off in all directions here, but stay with me. There's a point. You don't have a home if you don't have a homemaker. It's as simple as that. You've got a building stuffed with people and maybe some food in the shelves, but if you don't have a home... If you don't have a homemaker creating a home, whether it's dad or mom or whoever, there's going to be some downsides to that when it comes to stress and when it comes to a lack of time to spend together. And it boils down, this this segment's just stuffed with cliches. I acknowledge that right now. But nobody ever went to their maker saying, I really wish I spent more time at work. I really wish I would have cut out some of that time with the kids. Boy, was that a waste of time. Said no one ever. Think long and hard about the hard work that you do right now? Do you want it to translate into a better life for your family? Do you want it to translate into a less stressful life for your family? I connect with a lot of parents, dads, moms, and they acknowledge that the ever-living quest for money to spend on dinners out, on movies out, on more expensive clothes and shoes and bags and vacations and cars, it's causing stress. And throttling back on that spending and instead spending your hard-earned money on paying off debt is having a huge ripple effect, including having people being able to stay at home to take care of not only kids, but maybe elder parents, whatever going on in the house. It's tremendous. It saves people money in the long run, time, sanity, health, Put a price tag on that. So let's start thinking a little old school like this young couple did and think about what your lifestyle would be like if you had the debt paid off to where someone could work from home or better yet, make their $160,000 in yearly effort towards the household their job. How would the stress levels respond in your household if you had one person taking care of everything in the house and the other person taking care of everything with the salary? Just It was their job to go out and earn some cash, and it was the person at home's job to make sure it was managed effectively. Do you want to know how many people I've connected with? I can't tell you how many people I've connected with started off as two-income earners, strong, hard, educated, well-doing-it, getting-it-done earners, and by the time they realized the money and the stress and the savings in sanity and sleep and everything else when they had one person working outside the home and another person working in the home as a professional homemaker with a little something extra on the side, the ripple effects are incredible. And I want to hear from you guys as well. I can't be alone with this stuff. I'm surrounded by paper of people telling me how much this works for them. Listen to your inner voice. When it comes to spending, forget listening to the commercials out there, everything else. You don't need to spend something on this immediately. 
and have it ripple effect interest where you're going to be paying 10 times more by the time you pay it off. Think about paying off all of that debt, the rosy to your cheeks when you have no debt, the way that you would feel if you knew you were on a lightning path to pay off your house or to buy a house. All of the financial freedom that you deserve in your hands because your debt is paid off thanks to a simpler, yes, 50s lifestyle. How would that work? We're talking about in this day and age, there's this huge backlash. I might go over time here. There was this huge backlash about living 50s style. It was so degrading to women, degrading to men. Men can raise kids and women can earn. All true. But when you try to have both partners doing everything at the exact same time, you got chaos and exhaustion and overspending. Food for thought. More after this. And we are back with the Kristen Nagokian Show. And in this last segment, I have to bring something up uh, because it's something very near and dear to my heart. This week, we celebrate the birthday of my firstborn. My darling Katie was born this week back in 2004, teenager. And the time, I cannot believe how it has flown. I, I am so dazzled and amazed and thrilled and honored to be this beautiful little girl's mom. And in addition, this beautiful little girl's mom's little brother, Robbie, who was born just a few years later, we just celebrated his birthday not too long ago. My Katie, again, born this week, was the inspiration for the book. I had a very, well, very relatively high-powered corporate career that I had been nurturing for over a decade when uh, Victor and I decided to start a family. And within, you know, very, very quickly upon realizing I was pregnant and realizing that we were going to have a bit of a switch up in the household, it became a no-brainer for me that I was going to, my personal choice for uh, starting a family was I wanted to stay home. A lot of people make it work in the corporate field. A lot of people make it work out, you know, having a job and a family. They are, I believe they are more organized than I am. For me, the personal best fit was me staying home. Now, very, you know, much easier said than done because I, I matched my husband in salary. And yet with the uh, teachings of a fabulous <laughs> set of parents as a kid, that and the devotion and dedication and uh, amazingness of an incredible husband, my husband, Victor, we were able to make it work because of all these great frugal ideas that I was raised with and that Victor was only too happy to sign on for, he should be sainted. But my Katie, again born though this week, was the inspiration for my book, Brilliant Frugal Living, and all of the things that came after that. She was the inspiration, and my son, Robbie, who was also the inspiration for this business, it really started to ramp up right after he was born. And they have been such troopers, so amazing, so incredible. But this book and this career would not have happened if not for them. So here's to all the people who inspire us, the the spouses, the children, the family members. It's amazing how they all work and interact together to, <laughs> to get us going in the direction we're going in. So happy birthday, my darling Katie. I am so proud of you. Here's to a very interesting set of teenage years. I cannot wait to see what unfolds. It's all good. And for any of you out there who have any fabulous tips, frugal or otherwise, on uh, raising a teenager without driving anybody else in the household driving them insane, do find me online, brilliantfrugalliving.com. And uh, pray for me. All right, end of rant. We're talking about building your business. Over the last three segments, we've had some amazing ideas. And I want you to put pen to paper. I want you to stop what you're doing. 
Start making that business idea a reality. Is it going to be easy? Hell no. H-A-I-L. Hell no, it's not going to be easy. Is it going to be staggeringly satisfying to see this stuff bearing fruit? To see money coming in from this business? To see people coming to you and, and wanting your expertise? Oh, yeah. That's mighty nice. And on a purely shallow note, you want to think think kind of long and hard to yourself. How would it feel to be a local television station's personality for plumbing tips, child raising tips, uh, you know, living inexpensively tips, car maintenance tips? How would you like to be that personality out there? That'd be a nice little boost to the ego and the bottom line and getting things where you want to go. Hell yes. And it's where I want you to be, guys. I highly recommend it. You got everything it takes to take this to the next step. You got a small business already? You're even further along. Make it happen. You want to make that idea happen? Today's when you take the first step. All right, next up, what are we talking about here? Oh yeah, we talked before the break about the free Yelp listing. Next up, create a Facebook group. Now, my Facebook page, which I started very shortly after writing the book, has grown, I'm very blessed, exponentially. We've got thousands upon thousands of, of subscribers. A lot of people are telling me to build a separate page for the show, like have my one page, Kristen Harriet Hagopian for personal stuff, and then the Kristen Hagopian show for pers- uh, for professional stuff. I don't know if I should do it because I feel like I would then try to steer a lot of my personal Facebook you know, friends to this page as well. I would be posting twice. What do I do? I'm very tempted to go and make one for the show. We'll see what we get. Stay tuned. Um, but yeah, I'm pretty close to doing it. Next up, offer a free info product on your site. This is perfect. For people who have an e-product, maybe it's an e-book, maybe it's an e-column, maybe it's a oh a do-it-yourselfer type thing where you've got this going on. If you create an e-book or other digital product to give away on your site, now clearly if your book is your product, you don't want to give it away completely. But if you had a site where you could give away oh you know three pages of the first chapter, whet their appetite. Make it happen and make them interested in buying it. Ebooks can be tremendous, you guys. Gone are the days. Oh my gosh, I'm showing my age here. I used to love going to the bookstore and buying books. I still do. I adore going to a bookstore. If I was a kid, again, I would just tell my parents, you know, if you ever wanted to have a little time to yourself, drop me off at a bookstore. I'm on my best behavior. I talk in there like it's a church. It doesn't, I'm like it's a library the entire time. I love bookstores. I always have. Ebooks. In case, you know, you were living like a rock, like I was under a rock for how many years? Ebooks are huge and they're next to nothing. And if you put an ebook out there and you start building your brand name and you offer your book for 99 cents, okay? 99 cents. Well, I'm not going to make any money on 99 cents. You out of your mind? No, I'm not. Because if you put that ebook out there and everybody and their grandmother has a Kindle these days and they probably know how to use it better than I do. You get your word out there. You get your ebook, your e-plumbing tips, your e-childcare tips. You put it into a book. I don't care how size the book and you market it for 99 cents. Then you start getting that regular column, okay? You start driving people to your to your page there. You start driving people to your page when you do some local guest commentating on a local television station and you drive people there, those 99 cent purchases, <laughs> trust me when I tell you, they add up. That's what I'm talking about. So you offer a little bit of free info, maybe three pages of your book, and they can effortlessly get the rest of your book and download it for just 99 cents. Imagine what you can do if you start getting in front of hundreds of thousands of people every month. All right, you do the math and have fun. It's going to be hard blowtorching the smile off your face when you start doing the math on what's possible out there doing that. Make it happen. Super quick, we got a minute before the break. 
take advantage of Facebook and Google's free ad credits. I got to look into that. If anybody has done that, educate me on it. Tell me what you think. I want to hear from it. Next up, create your own infographics. It's, um, what does it say? Create your own infographics. Oh, right. It's easy and relatively cheap when you use a service like, write this down if you want to, infogr.am infogr.am infographics are great for getting back links to your site you give them links they give you links next up oh this is highly effective it's old school and it's so effective create eye-catching business cards okay gone are the days where you give them a plain you know white vanilla card with a little bit of black text on it my cards are bold red cards a lot of print on them a lot of info on them people love them It's fun stuff. I get great impact. I get great feedback from every single time. It's all good. Guys, clearly, we need to do another one. Send me your stuff for building your business. And until next week, save those pennies, pay with cash, and you all stay frugal out there. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.